0: Morning. Wake up. It's a great day. I'm especially thanking the Lord today because I am celebrating the anniversary of my baptism, March 4th, and you get to celebrate it with me. I have a renewal of baptismal vows. And for all of you who are baptized, which I'm assuming the majority are, you can just pray along with this. So renewal of baptismal promises and there are special graces attached to renewing your baptismal promises on the anniversary of your baptism look it up dear friends through the paschal mystery we have been buried with Christ in baptism so that we may rise with him to a new life now Let us renew the promises we made in baptism when we rejected Satan and his works and promised to serve God faithfully in his holy Catholic Church. And so, do you reject Satan? I do. And all his works? I do. And all his empty promises? I do. Do you believe in God, the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth? I do. Do you believe in Jesus Christ, his only son, our Lord, who was born of the Virgin Mary, was crucified, died, and was buried, rose from the dead, and is now seated at the right hand of the Father? I do. Do you believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life of the I do. And now let us pray together as our Lord Jesus Christ taught us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. God, the all-powerful Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, has given us a new birth by water and the Holy Spirit, and forgiven all our sins. May he also keep us faithful to our Lord Jesus Christ forever and ever. Amen. Well, thank you for renewing your baptismal promises with me on this anniversary of my baptism. And we continue praying and reflecting the gospel today is from Luke. And, you know, life, our life now is connected to eternity. So let's hear what Jesus has to say about it from Luke. Jesus said to the Pharisees, There was a rich man who dressed in purple garments and fine linen and dined sumptuously each day. And lying at his door was a poor man named Lazarus, covered with sores, who would gladly have eaten his fill of the scraps that fell from the rich man's table. Dogs even used to come and lick his sores. When the poor man died, he was carried away by the angels to the bosom of Abraham. The rich man also died and was buried. And from the netherworld, where he was in torment, he raised his eyes and saw Abraham far off and Lazarus at his side. And he cried out, Father Abraham, have pity on me. Send Lazarus to dip the tip of his finger in water and cool my tongue, for I am suffering torment in these flames. Abraham replied, My child, remember that you received what was good during your lifetime, While Lazarus likewise received what was bad, but now he is comforted here, whereas you are tormented. Moreover, between us and you, a great chasm is established to prevent anyone from crossing who might wish to go from our side to yours or from your side to ours. He said then, then I beg you, Father, send him to my father's house, for I have five brothers so that he may warn them, lest they too come to this place of torment. But Abraham replied, They have Moses and the prophets. Let them listen to them. He said, Oh no, Father Abraham. But if someone from the dead goes to them, they will repent. Then Abraham said, If they will not listen to Moses and the prophets, neither will they be persuaded if someone should rise from the dead. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord. Jesus Christ so we'd see Jesus teaching us here it's interesting that the rich man has no name Lazarus is named but the rich man is not and sometimes you'll see him referred to as dives or dives, which is Latin for rich um, the rich one But uh, there really is no name in the Gospels and in the original um, text. It It was just a way of speaking about this one. But I think he's not named in the text because each one of us is tempted to hold on to our riches and not share. Each one of us at times has been blind to people right at our doorstep. And... Each one of us has something to give. You know, he longed, Lazarus longed for the scraps at the rich man's table. Scraps are not a whole lot. It's not like he was asking for half the palace that this fellow lived in. Often it just takes a little bit. We can give, we might feel like we only have a little bit. Well, it only requires a little bit. It doesn't always require so much. And as we give that little bit, we see how beautiful it is to foster the life of another, to care for someone else, to work towards their redemption by giving a helping hand. And we find ourselves lifted up when we lift up someone else. Let's pray our offering of this Thursday in Lent. Divine Heart of Jesus, I offer you through the Immaculate Heart of Mary, Mother of the Church, in union with the Eucharistic Sacrifice, my prayers, my actions, my joys and sufferings of this day, in reparation for sins and for the salvation of all men and women according to the special intentions of our Holy Father, Pope Francis, in the grace of the Holy Spirit, for the glory of the Heavenly Father. And we pray for vocations. O Jesus, eternal shepherd of our souls, send good laborers into your harvest. Thank you so much for praying with me this morning. And we pray also with all those who have joined us. I see Nora and Jana, Raquel, Margaret, Angela. Thank you so much for joining us this day and for all of you who are there. There are many more that are scrolling past. We ask God's blessing on us all, on those we love, and on those situations that we, we need his help. Let's turn to the Lord with great trust. And as we As we pray and receive his blessing in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you all.